This is Norm Holy for WFHP, and today I am interviewing Professor William Buma, who is emeritus at Tufts University. He's been a very important contributor to the whole climate change discussion, and I, I will only mention just one aspect of it, and that is that he's been one of the section leaders of the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change. Let me just briefly describe how the climate system works. The amount of carbon dioxide that's in the atmosphere, along with other gases, determine the heat balance of the Earth. Are, are the, have the capacity to let the sunlight come through and heat up the Earth, but to block, as the Earth warms up, uh, it tries to radiate that heat back into space, and these gases absorb it and re-radiate it down to Earth. In fact, to such an extent that uh, we get twice as much energy from the re-radiation from the atmosphere as we get directly from the sun every year, adding carbon dioxide to the atmosphere, actually through our agriculture from the beginning of agriculture, and from fossil fuel combustion since the Industrial Revolution. In fact, if we look at the clearing of land, <clears throat> the uh, way we have uh, treated our forests, something like a third of all the excess carbon dioxide added by humans to the atmosphere has come from, from the land. From, from our from the from the soils and from the forests, from our wetlands. At the same time, systems, forests in particular, have been removing carbon dioxide. They do that anyway, and they have been removing some of the excess that we've been adding. They currently account for about thirty uh, percent of the removal of carbon dioxide on an annual basis. In other words, we put about 10 billion tons of carbon into the atmosphere every year, the world does, and about three of those, an amount equal to about 3 billion tons is removed from this big, big uh, uh, mass of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere every year by by forests and stored in forests and in soils. It, the, the other place where it gets removed is the ocean. Um, and, of course, that's acidifying the oceans and causing problems there. But, but, but oceans are not, not Indiana's issue, I know. Uh, uh, but let's talk about the forest. So as we cut down forests, we release carbon, more carbon back to the atmosphere. And even though we may replant and regrow forests, they do not regrow instantly. And the result is there's a net increase uh, uh, or let me put it this way, the amount that's being removed is, uh, and the amount stored in forests is decreasing. And therefore, it's exceedingly important uh, that we maintain forests not only in the tropics, but also in our uh, temperate uh, northern forests. In fact, the temperate zone forests have been have actually uh, been increasing their absorption over the years, mostly because in the Northeast, we have allowed agricultural lands to go back to forests. In fact, I discovered recently that the most carbon-dense forest in the Northeast United States is in Western Massachusetts, of all places, because those forests, um, after they were cut in the 18th, 19th century, we're allowed to grow back, and they hold more carbon per <clears throat> per acre than any other forest in even the vastly greater forested areas of uh, of, of Maine, <clears throat> Maine or upstate New York. So forests have a hugely important role to play, and I just came from a two-day meeting of forestry experts, foresters, and uh, climate scientists, 
And uh, our major message is that um, we have to protect the forests we have. We have to reforest those that we have deforested, and we have to um, repair those that are degraded. And that's an essential component of of uh, stabilizing. And we have to do that simultaneously while we reduce our emissions from fossil fuels, from burning coal, oil, and gas. There was a paper, um, I guess, a year or two ago about somebody actually had bought by satellite had basically counted all of the trees in the on the globe and yes. and um so they said that 10 billion trees are disappearing each year is that yes. comport with what yes. you you have seen yes yes it's by someone at Yale University yes i saw the report and uh, and it's you know it's uh it's pretty we have basically removed about about a half of all the trees that uh, that existed at the at the uh, at the start of this warm period we've had for ten thousand years, the Holocene period, so about half the trees are gone. And uh, where have they gone? Well, <clears throat> some of it has ended up, of course, in lumber. As I said, about a third of all the carbon dioxide that's been added to the atmosphere by humans has come from deforestation, uh, soil degradation. And and, uh, and and yet we just treat the forest as some some minor component of this, and it, it really has a major role to play. Comparing uh, tropical forests with temperate forests, or and perhaps boreal forests, you know, how effective are each of those types of forests in removing carbon? Well, the the, the tropical forests. Uh, first, let me let me explain a, 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 something that people confuse. There's the amount of carbon that's stored in forests, and then there's the rate at which things are being removed. The um, as as forests age, and uh, I'm talking here, if we really, if people have thought, oh, our forests are getting too old. Well, you know, there's hardly only one percent of the forests in the lower 48 states is a remnant of the original forest that was here. Everything else has been cut at least once and has regrown or not, as the case may be. So the um, when people say, in fact, I even heard at one time there was a senator who said, well, let's just, uh, since the since the younger forests uh, absorb carbon uh, more rapidly than older forests, let's cut down all the old ones and uh, put in new ones. Well, wait a minute. This is like saying, uh, I have a bank account that has a thousand dollars in it, and um, and and I will I will spend all that, and uh, I can earn more. I'll earn more money, so it'll I'll, it'll fill the bank account faster than it is being filled right now. It's just it, it's our capital stock that we have to have to protect here, and we have to add to add to it. Now, in the relative rates of these forests. A forest that's cut down in the tropics can grow back faster than one in the temperate zone. There is already a huge stock in each of those areas. Uh, uh, probably the largest stock of all is in the boreal forest, and, and they have been the least uh, cut down by people, uh, and, and they cover the largest territory, uh, Canada and, uh, and Russia, uh, Siberia and so forth, hold these vast uh, boreal forests. Uh, tropical forests are disappearing the fastest, but there are places in the United States 
that exceed the deforestation rate of the uh, of the tropics. And um, so we, we cannot get off the hook <laughs> on, on that one, I think. Um, so each of these has an important role to play. I, I know that um, it, it, if, if you looked at the emissions that are coming from forests and compared them to national regions, that the emissions from those from for, from forests that we're having right now, it's not an insignificant amount of emissions that we're seeing from forests right now. I'd like to thank Professor William Muma for his comments on the importance of forests and other aspects of climate change. Thank you very much.